1: plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs, where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast. Um, Today, we're doing something a little bit different than what we normally do. Um, This is our uh, first, our last show before Christmas. Uh, so instead of doing something lame like talking about the history of reindeer or something, uh, <laughs> we wanted to do something special for our uh, Patreon subscribers and those of uh, those who are active on our Facebook page. That's History Dweebs, the podcast group on Facebook. So we created a little fictional story, um, and it's t- entitled "The Podcast Murders." Terror at TimmyCon. So all of what we're going to talk about is all fiction. So um, if fiction and fictional podcast is not your thing, um, you may want to wait and check us out or, you know, check out our next podcast or go back and look at some of our previous podcasts, because this is the only time we've ever done a fictional one. We're not sure how it will go, but it's uh, something fun. We just wanted to do for uh, our uh, loyal listeners uh, as a way to say thank you and Merry Christmas so um, before we do that though I want to introduce our panel I'm joined as always by the very lovely and today festive I'm so festive you are the very talented uh, very beautiful queen of mean the empress of evil the mistress of the macabre pill poppin penis lovin Brandy how are you today Brandy
3: I'm all right, Timmy. How are you?
2: Well, I'm fine. Trying to get in the Christmas spirit.
1: I know. You don't seem like you're getting into the Christmas spirit You know yeah, what? Timmy? I'm
2: just tired. I don't know what's wrong. I just not felt well. But uh, you're not here yet, so you can't come in. No.
3: Yeah. This is brandy time. It is. It is brandy time. Are you ready for the holiday, Brandy? Uh, just about. I have to. When I leave here, I've got to stop at Toys R Us and pick up a thing. And no, It's a I cute know. story.
2: What, what are you picking up?
3: I, my youngest child wants um, Black Panther from, um, oh, what oh. is his name? Captain America, Civil War. Oh. He wants Black Panther. He wants the mask I and I thought the he was joining the
2: Black Panthers.
3: Well, I, he thought about it. Or did he? And we talked about do, it for a long let, time. Do they let five year old white kids into Black Panthers? Not usually, but you know he's he's so rotten he's a, ass. He, they a, might make an exception. He's militant.
1: He's got street cred too. He's a ninja. He's, yeah,
3: he's got ninja skills. So you know. So, so the story is that he went to he Toys went, R Us. He went with toy, He went with my mother in law, my husband to Toys R Us because they were going to pick out a Christmas present, and he wanted this this mask and these gloves and. My husband, they kinda of talked him out of it. No, you won't play with it, you won't do this and whatever. So they went and they picked out a couple video games and came home and so when I asked Noah later how his trip was with with grandma and dad and he's well <sighs> <laughs> They wouldn't let me get what I wanted and I wanted, you know, these this Black Panther stuff uh-huh. and so <sighs> I just got video games, but they're okay, but I really wanted I'm like <sighs>
2: So you're gonna say he'll be he'll be really surprised. So he will be Santa. pleasantly
3: surprised from Santa. Aren't you a good mom? Ah, well, you know, bless your heart. Well, you know, I fuck up the rest of the year. I figure, yeah, you know, I get day, Christmas right one day right. a year. One yeah. day a year, I get to yeah. shine. You know, um, which talking about
2: coming once a year, let's <laughs> inter, let me introduce the other <laughs> member of our panel. There you go. The very talented, uh, the suave, the debonair, the moral compass of podcasting, the most dangerous man in podcasting today, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel?
1: I'm goddamn tired of Christmas, Timmy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get your Christmas shopping done? last time we talked, you were still... I got my fucking Christmas shopping done. But you know what? I'm telling you, there's lucky... this could have this could have been I could have been on my own podcast, Timmy. Okay. Now Renee is looking for gifts, right? And she, because she goes out blindly, she goes out shopping like Stevie Wonder. She don't know what she's getting anybody. She just it's like it's hopefully not ideas Come to her. It's not strategic, right? All right. So then she says, "Oh, Holly likes red pandas. We can get her a red stuffed panda." Where in the fuck are you going to find a red panda? So the zoo? Yeah, exactly. So I get on my phone. I'm on Amazon.com. I'm like right here. Amazon, next day delivery. I can get it. I wonder if... Let's go to Target. They might have some red... Pa- they do not have I'm red like, pandas. Amazon, right here. We go to Target. You know, TJ Maxx sometimes have. Motherfucker, Amazon, right here. Amazon, <laughs> why are you not listening to me? Well, what if it doesn't come on... Ta- Motherfucker, want a quest for a red panda, and I got it right here. There's 38 red pandas that I can get delivered to my door, the very next day.
2: Yeah, because we we for the where you live near a.
1: We live near a fulfillment center, so right. we can do next day thing. They'll send a drone to our house. The damn right. I wish they sent. So this is what I live with, Timmy. Did you get a red panda? I got the red panda.
2: Where did you get it from? Amazon.
1: All right. After we went to thirty-eight stores looking for a damn red panda.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. You do not seem to be in the Christmas spirit, Carl.
3: Those are first-world
1: well, problems. And I <laughs> got they really hard. <laughs> I got all three boys home now. Tanner got home last night. I got to pick up Tanner at one o'clock in the morning. I got home on the mega bus. Yes, I got home, and uh, Logan was getting home from work and renee decided that it would be nice to have uh all three of her boys in bed with her all four of her boys including rudy mm-hmm. and i being tired and wanting to go to bed had to tell logan and taylor get the hell out of my spot and she said well all the rest of the year, you can sleep there. They can lay there for a little while. I was like, later. What am I supposed to just sit on the goddamn floor? Meanwhile, you're still
2: pissed at the, about the red panda.
1: Yeah, I'm still yeah, and so I just went and laid on the couch and. Uh, that is a harrowing tale of woe. And how did you survive?
3: it is. It, I'm just you telling know. you. And
1: how do you do it? You people all look at me like, oh, being a colonel is so glamorous. I don't ever. And it's not. It's not what you think it is. I'm just telling you. I don't ever it's look at you all, that
2: way. It's not all peaches and cream. Being it's Colonel. not.
1: You, people don't understand. And then you're trying to Christmas shop. I'm on my phone looking at Amazon. I got little kids tugging on me. Colonel, can I have your autograph? It's like, get the hell away from me. You no, know. they weren't. Yeah. No. Could have happened. It, well, no. Could have
3: happened.
2: Yeah. All let right, Let's right. right. Let's move on. Let's turn the page, Colonel. It's, I'm it's, trying. It's only gonna get better from here. It's, an,
1: it's a. No, it don't get better because it's, now it's, tomorrow night I gotta drive all the way for an hour and ten minutes to go. You gotta uh, go to the Berg. Yeah, for what? and <laughs> to, to do daughter with my Christmas with my daughter.
2: Well, it's something you should look forward to. It's not. not, not it's not unnatural. in the Berg.
1: First of all, it breaks all of the laws of nature, Timmy. Why? Because the kids come to the parents' house, and that way, when the kid, when the when the dad gets. Ag- gets aggravated, gets bored, whatever. He can just go right down to his little spot where he hides from everybody. So what you're saying is Christmas is all about you. Christmas is about not fucking with me. That's all. I just don't like to be, uh, you know, kids should come to the parents' house. A parent, she. It's an hour it's a, and 10-minute drive. I know. I know where you're kids going. Kids should be
3: going to the parents' house. Don't you agree with that? I, I agree that nobody should ever go to Miamisburg. Right. That's what I agree with. Yeah. Yes. So I'm tired of Christmas.
2: I will be locking Christmas myself on in my, my apartment for <laughs> four days.
3: Timmy's going to be a hermit. Yeah, Timmy. You yeah. got it. See, you got the kind of Christmas I want to have, Timmy. Yeah. See, but you could always go to the Colonel's house, Timmy. I
2: will be locked in my apartment for four days. You, the two I've of you got, could go down I'm gonna and I'm going to be locked in time. with a book on Charlie Manson. So I think Charlie, I might come
1: over to your house for Christmas. Yeah,
2: I've got Charlie. Thank you.
1: You could have two Charlies.
2: Yeah, I don't want two Charlies. <laughs> Let's talk about Patreon, our Patreon subscribers, shall we? We, we shall. Are the people who keep us on the air. We want to thank them very much for supporting our podcast. And they include Alicia and Chip, Cindy Lou, Brandy McBride. Thank you, Brandy. Annette Petray, who I'm going to buy some soap from later today. She. What's the name of her store,
1: Colonel? Obsessively Calm. She sells body butter, soap. Um, all kinds of nice things. Yeah, she she, 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 me gets, she told bo- me all this stuff. She's she sending me yeah. some body butter.
2: Yeah, so check check her out. You can uh, look look it up on Facebook.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, again, obsessively, calm. So. Obsessively. Yeah. Okay, check it out. Thank you, Annette, for your support. Uh, Lise, over there in Norway, uh, thank you for your support, Lise. Leslie Hagar, thank you, Leslie, for your support. Uh, we appreciate it very, very, very much. Uh, Jahara uh, over there in Italy. Jahara, thank you. Andrew Hap, we appreciate your support, Andrew. Mandy Swanson, thank you, Mandy. Jennifer Siemens, and of course her mother, Linda, and Jennifer's son, Hunter, thank you very much. Bridget Clavey, always very generous and supports our podcast. Thank you, Bridget. Heather Poole, uh, of course, Charlie and Allie from the Insight Podcast. Thank you, ladies. And uh, Rudy, the Wonder Dog. And if I left anyone out, I'm so terribly sorry. I think I've got everyone, though. But if I left you out, I apologize. Um, So let's talk about this um, podcast. Like I said, this is a fictional podcast, and we're dedicating it to um, all of our listeners. and we've included our listeners within the story, so it's kind of fun. We're, we're, hope, we're listeners hoping listeners that
1: asked to be included, yeah, we included.
2: Yes, listeners who asked to be included.
1: We took some poetic license with some of you. Uh, um,
2: yeah, well, I'm not sure this kind of poetry deserves a license, but
1: <laughs> we're going to get a license revoked for this yeah. one. Yeah. But...
2: So this could to- this could be totally funny or it could be totally a bomb. Um, we don't know. Uh, that's going to be up to you. But we are going to go ahead with it. Uh, we promised our the folks on our Facebook page that we would put something together for them and, as a way to say thank you. And we do uh, appreciate all of you who either support us through on Patreon or on our Facebook page, Fa- uh, History Dweebs the Podcast Facebook group. Uh, and we know a lot of you don't, uh, listen, but don't participate in um, – on the Facebook page. We invite you to do so, but we know some of you, for whatever reason, uh, just like listening. So we appreciate you as well.
1: Um, But we can't include you because we don't know who you are.
2: Yeah. We would love for you to join us on History Dweebs, the podcast, Facebook group. But uh, we do appreciate you listening. We know about, um, I think somewhere between 15% of our listeners are on the Facebook page. So there's a lot, you know, like, 85 percent of the people are not so for you this uh we hope you enjoy the story um, but uh, as i said this is this is just our way of saying thank you for listening all year and we look forward to bringing you new podcasts in 2017 and we'll be so glad when 2016 is over girl 2016 has been a brutal year i'm not sucked. looking at
1: 2017 being any better timmy
3: Yeah, well... No, that's too bad for you. All right,
2: let's I'm a
1: glass half-empty kind of guy. I know.
2: You kind of are. People die around you all the time.
1: Well, you know, I see a half-empty glass, and I want to know who stole my fucking water. That's what I want to know. Who stole my goddamn water?
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, The podcast murders. Uh, Terror at TimmyCon. By the way, just so you don't think that I'm like a seagomaniac.
1: He totally
3: made that up he brandy, totally made that up
2: brandy decided on this title right. i did not want to, my my name in the title
1: and you have to know that this uh this part that, that timmy's gonna be reading off here timmy wrote
2: <laughs> <laughs> well this part correct, correct correct and you need to know that the uh part that the colonel uh, reads he wrote yeah so, um
1: what's brandy, the devil reading
2: she's reading the part that i wrote
1: oh okay
3: because yours made me sick <laughs>
2: But uh, just so you know, I'm not like on an ego trip. So I didn't want to put my name in the title, but <laughs> not. On ego trip. we had to, we had this discussion last night through text and I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of obnoxious. But anyway, the podcast murders, terror at Timicon. in early 2019. See, we're going into the future, Brandy. Ah, so there we're there lasting
1: longer in 2017. Yeah, because we on.
2: have like unbelievable success next year. Okay. Yeah, we, we actually, that's when it happens. Yeah, it's when it uh, that's when
1: we break through. We break through
2: next year. And so our breakthrough year 2017 will be our breakthrough year. Wow. We will no longer be an inferior podcast. It won't no. have that complex. We'll that's still have true. the complex
1: though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And we do, I we I I I do have kind of an inferiority complex, you know, with well, our podcast, but Well, but you know, Michael Bursaud said we're the punk rock of podcasting. So that was kind of cool. That's a nice compliment. In 2019, the History Dweeb podcast has just won a Golden Globe, an Academy Award, and the coveted Golden Potty.
1: Yes. The Golden Potty. Yeah. Mm.
2: They also received two uh, Tony Awards for History Dweeb's the musical. Yes. We're really we're really taking off.
1: Where well, Hugh Jackman portrayed the Colonel.
2: Nope. A couple months earlier. History Dweeb's host and producer Tim Scott was named Time's Magazine's Man of the Year. Yeah, he wrote that. (laughs) Well, a little poetic
3: license, not to. Yeah, you don't want to toot your own horn, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. put my name in the title. Your modesty's bullshit. Uh, Tim began getting
2: many, many movie offers Mm -hmm. almost daily. Okay, and began a very public romance with, with actress Jennifer Lawrence. We're both from Kentucky, and we both live in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. It could Got happen. Right
3: age.
1: I can see the, I can see the, the attraction. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you can see my, the, my attraction. Your to attraction her. to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, despite uh, continued weak performances by Brandy Herman <laughs> and the Colonel, the <laughs> the podcast remained at number one on iTunes uh, for twenty-four consecutive months. That's pretty good, Colonel. Yeah, that's not bad. Even though Brandy and the Colonel were unpopular (laughs) and received very bad iTunes reviews, they continued to receive new opportunities because Tim was carrying the podcast. (laughs) Chuck Waters, the Colonel, got a part-time gig on the Home Shopping Network selling homostatic stool softeners.
1: homostatic i don't know what that is (laughs) homeopathic (laughs) homeopathic let's do uh, do homeopathic just for fun or homosexual (laughs) i think that's that's something entirely different yeah (laughs)
2: uh chuck uh, would be or charles would be involved in several um uh several uh good uh, efforts in um be involved in several charities and became the face of Bloody Stool.
3: Is in a Fonzie scheme?
1: somebody got to be. <laughs> no, He's in a
2: Fonzie scheme, yeah. He also did a lot of work with men suffering from erectile dysfunction.
1: It's a curse, Timmy. Uh,
2: he started uh, uh, and, and he, st- he started an international... I can't remember writing. He started i, I I've got I've got a typo. He started an international support group that became known as Floppy Anonymous.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
2: Group members would soon start referring to themselves as a friend of Chuck's. In 2017, Chuck attempted a singing career. He he performed at the Good Shepherd Maynard Home for Retarded Boys Christmas Party, (laughs) but was disheartened when no one applauded his rendition of Santa Maria. In fact, several of the boys wrote strongly worded letters to the dean of retarded boys about uh, their poor selection uh, as for hiring Chuck (laughs) as a performer. Um, The colonel did not always handle his fame well. He got into vicious Twitter wars with President Trump and Kanye West until his account was eventually hacked and deleted by Anonymous. you got to watch that.
1: I dare Anonymous to get into my Twitter account.
2: Brandy had difficulty handling her newfound fame. Even though she was poorly received by her audience, she was able to uh, ride Tim's coattails and <laughs> become famous. This did not uh, prevent her from getting into trouble, however, as she was arrested twice in 2018 for vagrancy inside her own home. Go <laughs> watch that, Brandy.
3: Uh, Brandy's bullshit charges <laughs> yeah, don't have a stick
2: <laughs> Brandy took advantage of her newfound fame and supplemented her income by pu- uh, getting into a public uh, brawl with comedian Amy Schumer and they held a nationally televised UFC event in which they and which she fought uh, the young comedian uh, Brandy came in third place <laughs> so Brandy what happens next Let's just give you a little background before we
3: get into the murders. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that one of you... So that you die. So three
1: dweebs have become the pinnacle... Yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to recap, we are at to, our pinnacle. To recap, yeah. Uh, we're doing all right. Two years have passed. Yeah. I'm, have, I'm
2: carrying you guys,
3: basically.
1: Yeah, we're bigger than NPR.
2: And it's due to me.
1: Yeah, it's due to you. Right.
3: The first signs of trouble occurred on January 2nd, 2018. 29-year-old Brittany... Is it Catlett? Does Catlett, that sound right? yeah. Brick Catlett. Uh, a longtime listener, first-time caller to the podcast, uh, was ran over by a semi-tractor trailer just south of Atlanta. Oh. The truck sped off in, into the distance, leaving Brittany to die along I-75. Oh, I'm sorry, Brittany. Although... <laughs> she can't hear you. She's dead. Although her remains were nothing more than a mud puddle, police were able to identify her from dental records. Investigators wrote it off as an accident, even though her loving husband, Chris owned a semi, and could not account for his whereabouts at the time of the murder. Uh, Chris would go on to collect several million dollars in insurance money and set up a brothel in Reno. Well, he put the money to good use. The family held a memorial service for the young nurse at the site of the accident. The ceremony had to be postponed <clears throat> when several members attending the service were also run over by a semi. Ah, such a
2: tragedy. Some shitty, shitty Chris. Luck. Chris, yeah. I'm it's sorry. That's a again. shame. You know, Chris made out okay. He's, so, he's a brothel owner now. Yeah,
1: he did all right. Yeah. He's, a <laughs> and, uh, he's a pimp and
2: he's a pimp it's not easy it's not pimping's not easy because no. bitches be testifying bitches be, be testifying. testifying
3: but uh, Brittany is uh, basically a, sp- a spot on the road in I-75 yeah. right sorry about uh, that Brittany uh, the next listener to die was young Amber Croup from oh, oh, Triadelphia Triadelphia West Virginia on January 14th 2018 Miss Croup was walking her dog while wondering aloud why she lived in a town with such a stupid fucking name <laughs> When Tried she was, <laughs> F- Colonel, you gotta admit
2: that's a stupid fucking <laughs> name for a city. Well,
3: it's like three Philadelphias. Uh, a Philadelphia. Bit. Oh, I see. Uh, let's see. When she was grabbed from behind and stabbed 48 times with what police believed to be a number two pencil, Miss Krupp would later die of lead poisoning, and she could not describe her attacker other than to say he or she seemed to have nice penmanship. Oh well, that's, mm-hmm. that's a clue. Well,
2: it's
1: important.
3: The next mm-hmm. victim was 25-year-old Amber Scoville from Norman oklahoma oh amber not
1: amber uh, amber, amber. Was, i like amber amber
3: was jogging listening to history dweebs when a shadowy figure stepped in front of her and blew her head off with a 12-gauge shotgun jesus christ <laughs> sorry Amber.
1: what kind of fantasy what kind of <laughs> thoughts run around that head of yours Tim?
3: paramedics arrived to the scene just to hear amber's final words did chuck read my shout out yet? <laughs> norman police did only a cursory investigation and concluded amber's murder was likely the result of some teenage (laughs) prank. Kids, you know. Kids today. Uh, The next two listeners to die were 44-year-old William Trex and 33-year-old Mary Ray, both residents of upstate New York. On January 30th, Trex was found murdered in his bed, listening to the Elmer J. McCurdy episode. Oh, that
2: was a good episode. Colonel. He'd been
3: stabbed a, 473 a, times with an axe pick. See now, see, I think that's
2: personal. If isn't can... it a pickaxe? Well, whatever. After okay. after <laughs> oh, I think after
1: 350, it becomes personal.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look at uh, you. Got to look at his inner circle. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the killer cleaned out his fridge and left an empty can of Spam on the kitchen table. A yeah. hundred miles away. Mary Ray was home knitting when an intruder strangled her with twine. Her body was not discovered for two weeks because apparently the killer had left a note on the door that read, I'm knitting, leave me the hell alone, signed MR.
2: That kind of sounds
3: like Mary Ray. Investigators noted the fine penmanship. Uh Oh,
1: putting pieces together here.
3: The next curious death occurred a week later on February 7, 2018, when a 27-year-old nurse named Angela Ball was abducted from the hospital in Lima, Ohio.
1: Not Angie.
3: police found miss ball's body a week later in a wooded area outside of lima she had been bound gagged and her head had been bashed in by a bedpan (laughs) lima police because they're on top of this lima police suspected foul play (laughs) can't get nothing by the The lima police lima's finest as fate would have it the next victim would be if she
2: had lived in peru she would be in lima and she up. would be
1: in Lima, but she was in Ohio, so she and it, was in Lima. And
2: if you live in Toledo, Ohio, you live in Toledo. But if you live in Toledo, if you live in Spain, you're in Toledo.
1: Okay. That's a
3: fucking fascinating fucking fact.
2: Yeah. I like
1: to throw okay in Magellan. Thanks for <laughs> clueing us in on that. I like to in throw that. in fascinating little facts as we go through this. <laughs> yeah. It it adds well to then the when you find experience. some fascinating <laughs> facts, why don't you share them? Yeah.
3: Uh, as fate would have it, the next victim was from Ohio as well when 28-year-old Denny McNamara was found murdered outside Denny. his Norwood, Ohio home. Denny! Mac, or Denny. He'd been bludgeoned to death with what police believe to have been a White Castle double cheeseburger. Oh, those <laughs> things are hard. Coming. Apparently, the bun was very stale and had the force of a cement block.
1: You let him get more than an hour old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can
3: But, you know, it's safer to, slow... to get hit with
2: them and eat them.
1: Yeah, it is.
3: <laughs> the investigation got off to a slow start when police initially identified the victim as Denny McFarland. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McNamara's wife was greatly relieved when she learned it was, in fact, her husband and not <laughs> Denny McFarland, who was brutally murdered. <laughs> the, next, uh, the next unfortunate listener, Monica Diagostino, a young paralegal from Media, Pennsylvania. Monica was working at her office on February twenty Monica's
1: from Media, Pennsylvania? I've been there. I don't know. It's here. That's Resca's home office. That's Resca's home base. base. Yeah, okay. It's- Again. I've been to media. Again,
3: fascinating. I could
1: have investigated that murder. Sure.
3: Uh, she was working at her office when she decided to go out to lunch at 945 in the morning. She was probably meeting Tim. Yeah. Uh, yeah like she, to meet the crowds? And she was never heard from again. Her employees did not report her missing for several weeks, as they did not actually miss her. <laughs> her nude body was found wrapped in saran wrap on the outskirts of Pittsburgh. She had apparently been drinking heavily before her death and appeared very bored. Police suspected that she died from boredom as she was being forced to listen to a tape of Chuck Walters discussing his dog, Rudy, while being wrapped in saran wrap. <laughs> man, that's a, that's a bad way that's to go. That's a bad man. way to go, yeah. Uh, the next listener to die was 43-year-old Amy Carol Payne. She and her family were on their way to Disney World when they stopped at a truck stop just outside Fairfax, Virginia. Miss Payne was found in a bathroom stall and had been shot by a crossbow between the eyes. Oh. oh On the stall door of the killer... Darryl. Well, on the stall door, the killer had written, Die, dweebs, die. An autopsy was performed in the corner, recorded the official cause of death as a suicide. <laughs> well, people do use a crossbow. The, it, themselves. Occasionally, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next victim was a 22-year-old Dane supermodel named Katja Eva Lund Christensen. Katja was on no, the catwalk.
1: Oh, not Katja. No, no, beautiful
3: Katja. Kat- First of all, you knew not it was coming. Second of all, shh.
1: But not Katja. She's a sweet little sweet sh- sh- I got a whole bag of sh- okay, fine. Fine.
3: Girl. okay. 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 Katja was on the catwalk in Copenhagen when she was mowed down by machine fire. Machine gun fire, I assume. Uh, the gunman fled the scene. Although police took statements, investigators believed it was an accident and that the killer mistakenly thought he was at a target range and not a fashion show. Oh well, yeah, that's an easy mistake.
2: That right?
1: happens a lot. Yeah. Down in Texas, you can't hold a fashion show without somebody getting shot. I'm telling you.
3: Uh, meanwhile, faithful dweeb listener Jamie Tarantino, Tarantino was killed in a surprise drone attack at her home in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, I hate when that happens, girl. Police believe uh, Tarantino was a terror suspect and was properly killed by the CIA. No follow-up investigation was conducted.
2: Well, so we got a pattern here of dweeb listeners getting killed. But maybe Jamie Jamie Tarantino, she probably was. I mean, that was. That might
1: not have been related because Jamie's Jamie T's a little shady anyway. Yeah,
2: so that might be Colonel. That might have been an actual thing.
1: Yeah, that could have been.
2: Because, um, but right now you're seeing a pattern, Colonel. You're seeing a pattern of our listeners dying, dying off. Yes. And uh, I don't think anyone has put two and two together just yet. Well, not you yet. Know,
3: that, that would involve police work, which yes. clearly is not really happening right now. The next victim was young Fallon Holloway from Aww. Denison, Texas. Fallon, Colonel. Little Fallon. She went to the grocery store to buy a bottle of Febreze when she was abducted just out of town.
2: <laughs> well, Febreze does come in handy, Colonel.
1: You know, all women should carry Febreze.
2: <laughs> well, you sh- everyone should keep it on the back of their toilet.
1: Yeah, well, and, yeah, on the back of their toilet and... And
2: take it with you when you visit your relatives or friends. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Stop talking. Just saying you should. Good Lord.
3: Um, her body was found three days later floating in a nearby creek. She'd been strangled to death and forced to eat 27 box of Ritz crackers prior to her demise. I was,
2: I was, uh, I had a hard time coming up with some.
3: Police suspected foul play.
2: <laughs> Police are all over it.
3: Uh, oh God. Okay. Jahara Lopes. Not Jahara. Her body was found floating in Venice, Italy.
2: Uh Gwendo's Gondolier's got her, Colonel.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, John Holmes' body was B. found. Big John Holmes.
1: Yes. Big John
3: Holmes. Found mutilated outside his home
1: in Melbourne, Australia.
3: Oh. Mutilated.
1: Yep. I bet a dingo did it. Fucking dingo. I bet a dingo ate your John Holmes.
3: We have that coming up. Shut up. No. (laughs) He ruins everything. (laughs) Fucker. Celine Cole. I read this. (laughs) Celine Cole and her husband, Ron, mysteriously disappeared after attending a
1: Pokemon festival. Well,
3: you know, Celine
1: likes Pokemon. I love me some Pokemon. I didn't know it was dangerous, though. Uh,
3: The next listener to disappear was (coughs) 33-year-old Marvin Hammond from New South Wales, Australia. Marvin was out jogging on the beach when he disappeared. His badly decomposed body was found three days later in a dumpster behind a local KFC. Police did a thorough investigation before declaring young Marvin's official cause of death as death by dingo.
2: Thank you, Carl, oh. for running my fucking life. Well,
3: <laughs> he was out jogging, which maybe makes the him dingo an overachiever. Your
1: John.
2: He does. I think he walks on the beach. I think he jogs on the beach or runs. Overachiever.
1: Well mm-hmm. Diana.
3: Diane and Clark Trowbridge's naked bodies were found in their bedroom on March twelfth, to twenty eighteen. I bet they were fornicating currently. I bet they
1: were doing the dirty.
3: Apparently, the married couple had been fornicating see, you told when an intruder killed them with a flamethrower.
1: Oh.
3: Crime well. scene experts reconstructed the events, and the couple's charred remains indicated that the couple had been making love in a position that would allow Diane to watch television during the act. <laughs> <laughs> Makes th- it more bearable. Their well, chi- well, their y- children were able to collect the insurance money and were spared... Funeral expenses as the killer already cremated the couple.
1: You know, if you do it doggy style, and you got picture in picture, one of you can watch SportsCenter, and another one can watch Gilmore Girls.
3: Which one do you watch?
1: <laughs> Gilmore <laughs> well, Girls. That's what I thought.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a day later, on March 12th. Nope, that's not a day later. Let's right, go well, with March 13th, okay. 2018. 27-year-old Heather Poole was killed. When a moped she was riding exploded outside Vicksburg, Mississippi. Part of her torso was discovered four miles. That was a hell of an explosion. (laughs) Four miles away, they discovered her torso. Who was that? Uh, Heather Poole. Oh, I'm sorry, Heather. The same day, Andy... Bolly. Bolly. Okay. Was shot by a bazooka as he was leaving his home in England.
2: See, now you don't, not too many people get shot by bazookas anymore, Colonel. Police I should raise a red flag. Well,
3: it's
1: because England has outlawed handguns. Oh,
2: they allow bazookas though?
1: They got, oh, it's, they're, they're just, they're rife with
2: bazookas over oh, there. Yeah, uh, bazookas don't kill
3: people.
1: No, no, mortars kill people.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, police suspected organized crime. He's a little shady. I can see him
2: being involved. Well, look. at you. Oh, no, this was Heather. Beach.
3: This was Heather. I'm sorry. Um, Heather, in Heather's case, uh-huh. sorry. Uh, police suspected organized crime because Heather was a known loan shark and would shake down local Dairy Queens for ice cream. Oh. Uh, mm. And then the same day, Andy was sh- killed by a bazooka. A bazooka? Outside yeah, his like, house. It seems like there's a pattern we're seeing here. All of our listeners are getting killed. Yeah. On, on March 17th, Michael Bird saw and his lovely girlfriend, Sydney Saint, were oh. on their way to St. Patrick's Day party. No,
1: I hope they didn't have the Wonder Dog with them. When they were
3: gunned down while driving in East LA. Oh, well that, that can happen. That happens cool. all the time. The yeah. Police <laughs> conducted an investigation, and in Michael's estate received a $300 traffic ticket, as apparently the vehicle he was driving went left of center after Michael was shot.
1: Oh, well, you got to, I mean, law's the law, Colonel. Yeah, it is. I mean. Well,
3: you know, they've, they've got those cameras
2: now out there in California. So if you make, a, if you violate anything. And trip, the
1: cameras got rifles on them. Yeah. They got little carbines on them. So.
2: Well, no, I think what happened, he got shot. And then and because he got shot, he veered to the left of the center oh, okay. line. And the camera picked it oh, okay. up and then they got, he got the ticket.
1: Do you not really, did you not pick up on that? I thought maybe he got, the camera shot him for making an illegal left no. turn. No, but that would be cool.
3: Despite these seemingly unconnected tra- tragedies, all the victims have one thing in common. They were listeners to the History Dweebs podcast.
2: Well, that's a shame.
3: Now, the trend continued when on March 23rd, Angie Drake was found beaten to death by a softball bat near her Charlotte, North Carolina home. Well, well she's a softball player.
1: She was a les- rogue she was a rogue lesbian softball player.
3: On March 20- twenty s- seventh. On March twenty seventh, Donna Curran if was. If you're found- gonna
2: play softball with
3: lesbians, you take you take some
2: chance. Well,
1: oh, you're putting your life in your own hands. Because yeah. yeah. you know, lesbians are angry people.
2: But you know, let's let's talk a little bit, Colonel. Uh, let's no, ask Brandy about no, her nope. softball days. Yes. yes. Now when you were a softball player, Brandy, and someone hit like a home run, walk off home run.
1: Did you pat him on the bottom?
2: Did everyone? No. Did did the uh, did the players on the on deck circle I was getting up the bat next? Did they stand at home plate? Yeah, I play? know what the
3: on deck circle is, you did, dick.
2: When they, when she came around, hit the the game winning home run. They were doing their bounce off. Did, did did the on deck batter stay at home plate and just stand there and give her a big French kiss? Yeah.
1: Did you like rub the uh, tingly parts? Good God!
3: All right. So we're, come on,
2: we're to This is all the time in my mind. This
1: is I what happens, and that's fine. And this is what this is what the problem is. Is me and Timmy are just trying to to make the world better through understanding. Yes. That's we're, why we're we like all about to ask diversity. Question. We just like to understand. So, Chuck, when, you know, you were playing
3: baseball and somebody mm-hmm. hit a, a, you know, walk-off home run, did the on-deck batter stand at home plate and when you and oh, when you rounded and you were coming home, did he turn you around and stick his dick in your ass? Now,
1: don't be crude. Okay. What's wrong with that's that? Just See, yeah, that's just gay. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's just gay as hell. Okay. Now, why so, you, you got to be like that? So, shut up and let me do But women this. are different men women, men are nope. more aggressive women are more loving well, so and it kind did so and... he did it roughly that's
3: See, what you're saying what... So-
1: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds
3: salads generally for most people are the easy button right What was rough so See, he pulled he, your hair you can't have a so nice conversation if, with her. so he pulled when, your hair when you, you pulled we, that we, mullet let me
2: ask you this when you had sleepovers yeah we didn't have sleepovers.
1: with your teddies it, it,
2: it, no 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 I'm, I'm thinking panties no bra anything
1: oh yeah that's okay that's and better. he had your
2: pillow fight pillow
1: fights and yeah and the breasts are just jiggling and swaying back yeah. and forth shut up oh my yeah.
3: god okay I never got invited to sleep
1: by <laughs> Donna the Curran. We can work this into every podcast, Timmy. It, it never gets old. It <laughs> <laughs> never gets old. Poor
3: little Donna Curran was found hanging from a tree at a doggy park while her dog Tucker was innocently Aww. sleeping below her, fa- her swinging corpse.
1: <laughs> it was. She was oh, hung by a leash.
3: Oh, poor Donna. Uh, next, 25-year-old Bridget Clavey's mutilated body was found on a jogging path in Madison, Wisconsin. See, Bridget, never go jogging.
1: No, no. it's a bad it's,
3: scene. It's bad for your health. It's
2: um, bad,
1: mm, Especially, uh, tell me this, <sighs> devil. Chesty women.
2: How do women they jog? with
1: large breasts. Women with large breasts. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Dude, is there a special jogging technique for them? No, you, get
3: a, you have to get a, a good, really good steel reinforced sports My bra. My
1: favorite thing in, in the world is uh, the summertime when the Mrs. Colonel has uh, a T-shirt or something on. And watching her and Rudy run through the park, run across the field that's an amazing story i mean no because it's like the dog is all happy and he's galloping Mm. and mrs colonel's breasts uh I'm sure she's going jiggling to appreciate up and down. You know what
3: I'm sure she'll appreciate
1: this. Well, she doesn't listen.
3: Are you sure? Let me make sure that <laughs> Let me let me make sure that she knows. Now, that, now what, Colonel, what's going when, on? When you run through the Meadow, is your breast
2: jiggling <laughs> as well?
1: I no, I I don't have I don't have that medicine that they gave. What was that? Uh, that some you put on a page. I don't
2: know, something that kind of had a side effect that give you man boobs.
3: I want to make sure that Mrs. Colonel knows how much you think about her breast and share that with the rest of our podcast listeners. Uh,
1: well, Mrs. Colonel has impressive Randy, they, breasts. Randy
3: is texting Renee as we speak.
1: Yeah, and you know what? She don't get on Facebook no more. And I said something about her on Facebook the other day and her friend texted her and told her. Oh,
2: Renee? Yeah. She, ignored, she, she blocked you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she just unfollowed you. Miss
1: Colonel unfollowed um, me.
2: Well, it happens. All right, Brandy. Please continue. This is riveting.
3: Yeah. Uh, let's see. On April 3rd, 20... I, I
2: bet you didn't realize I wrote fiction. You
3: waited until I started talking, didn't you? I bet you
2: didn't realize I wrote fiction, did you? Uh, well... You're really like Poe. Yeah. Mm. John Poe. Yeah. <laughs> Homeless uh, guy.
3: Sam Hildebrand's <laughs> badly decomposed body was found Aww. in his Columbus, Indiana home. Police listed the cause of death as boredom, apparently a pretty common occurrence in Columbus, Indiana.
2: <laughs> Columbus is pretty boring.
3: Four days later, Stephanie Quick was gunned down by a motorcyclist while shopping for fruit in Marin County, California. Hello. Hell's Angel Andrew Happ was detained but later released for lack of evidence. Andrew
2: Hap's a badass. On
3: April 15th, supermodel Leslie Hagar was killed while filming a toothpaste commercial in Hollywood. A mic boom mysteriously fell on her head. Her death was ruled suspicious. Well, it is
2: kind of suspicious if you get killed by a mic boom.
3: Yeah, well, on April 16th, Brandy McBride, Brandy McBride's charred remains were found inside her home in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. So oh. the body count is just rising. Oh,
2: not Brandy.
3: Yeah, body count's rising. Charred remains. I wonder what happened I'm to her. surprised she didn't go by You wonder what happened about. to her? <laughs> yeah, like you said she was evidently burned. <laughs> uh, yeah, but her
1: house is still standing. That just seems odd.
2: Something's am- amiss,
3: Colonel.
1: Something's not right here, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Chanda Something's and her right.
3: boyfriend Larry had been protecting the forest.
1: Well, they they're good people.
3: From loggers in Oregon, when they tied themselves to a tree on April twentieth, twenty eighteen, their badly mauled bodies were found by hikers the next day. Aww. Police ruled it death by bear. Aww. You knew that was going to happen sooner or
1: later with you those two hippies it, in the woods. You
2: can't, you can't, you, you can't tie yourself to trees, and. Expect bears to leave you the hell alone.
1: Yes, yeah. girl. No.
3: Uh, the lovely Annette Petrie. Petray! Petray. Fuck
1: off. Annette Petray. 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 Well, the give them.
3: me a second.
1: The lovely.
3: Was next when she was pushed in front of the A train in the, bo- in the Bronx. Oh. Petray.
1: She probably slipped. She probably had body butter on her feet.
3: Well. Even though many members of their audience were dying mysteriously. You should never put body butter on your feet.
1: No, you Mm-mm. shouldn't. The Unless his- you
3: work out hardwood floors. Yeah. Get you through his- the house quicker. Okay. Uh, the History it. Dweeb stars did not show much concern. After all, people die all the time, well, especially around Chuck. And more importantly, they still had millions of listeners. you lose a few. Millions okay. of listeners. The yeah. cast did millions. not show real concern until the tragic events of May 9th, 2018. Oh.
1: This uh, is when may, it made us say, hmm.
3: Something's
2: awry.
1: Something may 9th, a of ya. course,
3: is a very important date in History Dwe- for History Dweebs listeners. It is the birthday of their idol, <laughs> Tim Scott. <laughs> well,
2: it is my birthday, Colonel.
3: It millions is. and millions of people gathered from all over the country to attend TimmyCon in Cincinnati, Ohio. I believe Putin was there last yeah. last time. Yeah. Putin it, came? It was a warm May evening. Larry as, Putin. <laughs> Larry, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It was a warm May evening as listeners gathered at Paul Brown Stadium. Oh, you said a stage there to me. The, the venue only holds. Paint the picture, Colonel. Paint the picture. Yeah. The venue only Picasso. holds. Jesus fucking Christ. The venue only holds 75,000 people, so Temicon was standing room was a standing room only event.
2: Well, you know you have got more uh, demand than 75,000 seats. Oh yeah. Seats.
1: They had to, they used Great American Stadium down the street and live-casted uh. it.
3: The crowd grew excited after opening acts by Beyoncé and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they were eagerly
3: they were eagerly awaiting the arrival of their idol Tim's. God
2: oh, Jesus. I was backstage.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. well. The lights dimmed and the crowd stirred with eager anticipation. <laughs> But, excited oh my god but moments before their messiah was to take the stage
0: <laughs> messiah
3: yeah there was a terrible explosion i took a little liberty there colonel i would i would guess what happened next was pure chaos panic ensued as there was those, an explosion
2: Recapped. yeah i just i just said that thank Recapping. you for the recap yeah.
3: of the sentence before what happened next was pure chaos panic ensued as those in the audience dashed for safety uh, the vast majority braved the t- the vast majority though braved the terrorist attacks in hopes of seeing their idol on stage. <laughs> <Of course. laughs>
1: well yeah. I mean they was running eighteen wheelers through there yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. He and still tries to ground. He it's could. like, well, okay, but I know it is ugly, but Timmy's coming it can't, on.
3: They can't it can <laughs> kill all of us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the headlines would
3: read Terror at TimmyCon. <laughs> Rescue workers worked throughout the night. The list of the dead read like a who's who in Dweebland. The dead included Alan Dobbs from Atlanta. He was identified by dental records and his deteriorating liver. <laughs> uh, lingerie model Carla Nelson, 35, from New Boston, Ohio. Kate McCarthy from Cincinnati. Teresa Slavens from West Carrollton, Ohio. Christina Montana from Whitaker, California. Such a shame. Mandy and Chris Swanson from Des Moines, Iowa.
1: Interesting fact about Christina Montana.
3: Now, oh, for Christ's sake. She, uh, she is was not a- from Montana.
1: <clears throat> she was identified. By the penis that was in her hand.
3: Okay. Ooh. Mm hmm. Yeah. They, they nice. did
1: a DNA match. Oh they found God, out who the Colonel. penis belonged. It was an escrow officer at a bank that she had attended Timmycom with.
2: Christine, and, uh, I apologize for his uh off caller remarks. Jim, <laughs> she was the one who posted. It. I did not
1: post anything about <laughs> no, she posted sh- that she had gave the handy under that's the table. escrow. This is a closed, so a closed podcast. N- never mind. <laughs> never mind. N- n- never mind.
3: Uh, let's see. Jen Moyer and David Hill from Cal- Clum- Cl- Camus? Clackamas, uh, Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Jesus Timmy God. You
1: sound like Timmy trying to pronounce a word.
3: I, I feel like Timmy trying to <laughs> pronounce a word. Uh, Karen Barnes' blot- body was blown to smithereens as apparently she was standing next to the bomb while tweeting. <laughs> she tweets a lot. She is a tweeter. Yeah. She's a tweaker. Keith Fusty
2: Frusty, Frusty? No, Frusty. Frusty
3: mm-hmm. from Parts Unknown. Erica Clements from McKinleyville, California. Jennifer Siemens and her mother, Linda Middleton, also from California. Jennifer Hawkins from Mansfield, Texas. Katie Moorhead uh, was from Ringgold, Georgia. No, Tommy, more, no, more Tommy no, Moorhead. Tommy Boomershine of Olathe, Kansas. Oh, not
1: Tommy. Not so, Tommy. Lindsey oh.
3: McMillan from Chicago. Joe Hopkins from Brooklyn. Jeff Appel of Indianapolis. Kelsey Fro. Nobody knows where she's from.
2: They came from all over to see
3: me, Colonel. They did. Tiffany Bell from Michigan. Amber Anderson from Parts Unknown. Skip Fayu.
1: Kelsey Froe's from California. Fayou.
3: What, whichever. From Parts Unknown. Maggie Glover from Los Angeles. Rebecca Mantel. Mantale. Montala. Rebecca Montale. Okay, easy. <laughs> I'm on page six of this shit. Okay. She she's not very good at pronouncing she's words.
1: Not. Yeah, I'm glad she doesn't do the shout outs.
3: From yeah. Sydney, Australia. Lisa Ka from Norway. Jeff Gurdley from Battle Creek, Michigan. Christine Bourgeois. Bourgeois. Bourgeois of she's from somewhere in Texas that I don't even I can't even say it. Nakog Joseph what? That. I don't know. Carlene Madison from New York. Amanda Bocci from West Haven. Bachi ball. Yes. Brian and Lisa lot Law- Lawton Lawton. Oh, no, not Brian and Lisa. They were lost too. From England, yeah. Mm. Uh, Jessica Bishop from Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Oh, Jessica. Elise Edrington. Edring- Elise from uh, Elise from uh, Arkansas. Yes, from Arkansas. Yeah. M. Waterfall from Sherwood Forest. Little Emmy. England. Little Emmy
1: Waterfall. No.
3: Yes. Yeah. He was. She's. Laura West O'Reilly. No. Not Little Emmy. No, Laura. Oh. Laura. O'Reilly from Austin, Texas. Stacy Lim from Jackson, Jackson, Michigan. Uh, Steve. Stephen Lafitte. Lafayette.
1: Lafayette. Lafayette. We are. Yeah, here. I don't think that's right.
3: But anyway, he's from Sweden, and Jason Dykes from San Antonio, Texas were counted amongst the dead. Oh, that's such a tragic event, Colonel.
2: Oh,
1: it's horrible, Timmy. It's horrible. I,
2: you know what? I almost, uh, I almost went out and helped the rescuers, but uh, I didn't want to make fuss, so I went back you to the You had a haircut. You
1: was talking to Beyonce.
2: <laughs> I went back, yeah. Me and Beyonce went out and chilled with Jay.
1: <laughs> Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah. Well, you know, they had to figure out what happened. He has here,
2: 99 Timmy. problems. <laughs> well, the
1: bitch yeah. ain't one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and... Here's the thing, Timmy. The podcast world's a very competitive.
2: I would like to say from this point on is what the colonel wrote. (laughs) Okay. I do not want to take responsibility (laughs) for the shit storm that's about to come. Oh, but it is your responsibility. The
1: podcast world is a very competitive one.
3: It is.
2: It is.
1: Everyone's trying to get more downloads, more Patreon sponsors, and higher rankings on the iTunes. True. Now, this set the stage for one of the bloodiest events in podcast history. Only surpassed by the Comic-Con massacre in which rival factions of Star Trek and Star Wars fans held a bloody battle with tasers and lightsabers. Oh, man, I
3: missed
2: that.
1: Ending in the death of 341 people and 11 hamsters. I remember that. Yeah. It was awful. Now, with so many listeners falling by the wayside... Tim knew the downloads were going to drop off.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, so many of our listeners
3: die, and I'm concerned about that.
1: And as he usually does in emergencies, he turned to the colonel for help. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Almost. Yeah, that happened. Yeah.
1: The colonel leaped into action. His first move was to call Dr. Jeff Chestnut and his wife Dawn to come to the States and try to find forensic
2: clues. Because they're down there in the Dominica. Yes. They took a banana, banana boat up.
1: Of course, the doctor's fear of flying and his insistence on canoeing delayed their arrival until what? all the remains were too badly decomposed to yield any clues.
2: Well, you
1: know. Now, he then recalled renowned investigator and barrister Nicola Reed. Uh, solicitor. To head up the investigation.
2: She's one sharp cookie.
1: Now, Miss Reed was a tall, striking woman. She was British, and the colonel couldn't understand a fucking word she said. (laughs) But he did not care because she was a tall, striking woman. Yes. Now, Reed decided to focus on motive. Who had the most to gain by this tragedy? Oh, there's a
2: lot of suspects.
1: Reed thought this over for a long time while undressing the colonel with her eyes. (laughs) I
2: don't think that happened at all. She may have dressed you with
1: her eyes. She decided that the killer was probably from what was known as the Colonel's crew, as that is where the more derelict ladies of the group seemed to end up. Well, that's true. So she came up with a list of suspects. Now, the two most probable suspects, Timmy, Mm -hmm. um, were Allie and Charlie.
2: Why is that, Colonel?
1: Well... While the history dweebs had reached the pinnacle of success, mm-hmm. one, one podcast had started to come off the rails.
2: Well, they get about three times as many listeners as we do at four that time, times, Timmy. Ten times, I don't know.
1: Insight by Allie and Charlie had started fantastically. Yes. But Allie's drinking oh. and her unmanageable eyebrows oh. were becoming a point of contention with her partner, Charlie.
2: Oh, Oh. so you're saying there's some friction between the two. While
1: Allie had quickly grown impatient with Charlie having to delay podcasts to have another child.
2: Well, well, she has a lot of children.
1: She got like 32. Mm -hmm. It was well known in the podcast community that the pair had long since wanted the colonel to join their podcast.
2: I don't think that's true. Do you, Brandy?
1: No. It's it's an open secret. This was made more difficult because of Allie's not-so-subtle flirtations with the colonel.
2: I didn't realize that she flirted with you. Oh, neither, it's, neither did it's, it, neither did it it's horrible.
1: <laughs> Charlie also harbored secret romantic feelings toward the colonel. Nope. And this made a bad situation even worse. Hmm. Now, the colonel, being the moral compass of the podcasting industry, decided it was best not to get involved with these she-devils. Ah. It was speculated that Ali and Charlie had decided that the best course to get to the colonel on that show was by destroying the History Dweebs podcast by eliminating all the listeners.
2: Ah, so they, they're, they, they're going to kill our audience so that you will join them. Right. Yeah, I'd I see them going to all that trouble.
1: Now, Charlie could provide alibis for some of the murders, mm-hmm. but with 11 kids in the house, it would be easy for her to slip away unnoticed. True. Now, Allie's proneness to blackout drunks made her (laughs) unable to remember even the day before.
2: Yeah, we don't know that Allie drinks that much.
1: Uh, She's Australian, Timmy. She does. Oh, okay.
3: She drinks
2: Uh, Fosters. Now, there was the most
1: most likely suspects. Now, we got some other ones. you think
2: she drinks beer and then uh, goes out and puts something on the barbie?
1: I think she drinks beer, throws a big old long ass knife into the dartboard, into the bullseye. Kick out kick fight a dingo. Yeah. Yeah. Ali's a rough one. So now some other suspects here. We got Jessica Williams.
2: From Chicago.
1: From Chicago. Now it was difficult to find any evidence pointing toward her, but she was from Chicago where people kill each other just for sport. And it was speculated that she was angry that Tim had made one too many happy ending comments about her profession as a massage (laughs) therapist. I did not
2: make any happy ending comments.
1: And wanted some revenge.
2: I would never say something like that.
1: Another suspect, Tasha Banks.
2: Oh, Tasha, now she's one.
1: She was extremely unhappy with the attention the colonel was showing toward her mother, Miss Ophelia.
2: A beautiful young lady, Miss Ophelia.
1: EMail records indicate that she had sent the colonel numerous threatening letters warning him of a cali style death if he did not stay away
2: ah, that sounds like Tasha mm-hmm.
1: another suspect Jennifer Burdick
2: ah uh, yeah Jennifer in Minnesota
1: now Jennifer was known as the sweet, very pretty girl in the group, but upon a little digging, investigator Reed had undercovered some uncovered some unsavory facts about Jennifer Timmy.
2: Tell us about it.
1: While not yet 30, she had been married four times. Oh,
2: I didn't know that she had been married so many times.
1: All to men with large fortunes and bad hearts.
2: Oh, coincidence?
1: All four had died, and this is in quotes, Mm -hmm. peacefully in bed, Mm -hmm. leaving their estates to Jennifer. Good for her. She was worth over $20 million. When Reed confronted her, Jennifer said, I am Minnes—I am from Minnesota. We are polite people. Well, they, they
2: are pretty polite, Minnesota.
1: This seemed to satisfy Reed.
2: Yeah, well, she didn't. She wasn't going to push it.
1: Another suspect was Aaron Wentz, Timmy.
2: Oh, <clears> Aaron.
1: <throat> now, while kind and bubbly, she secretly hated the fact that her dog was not given shout outs on the show.
2: I can understand that.
1: This was con- confirmed by a long string of PMs with other members of the group where she stated. Ignore my dog at your peril, bitches.
2: Oh. You know that uh, she was so sensitive to her dog. Yeah. Dog.
1: Her profile picture shows her holding her dog, so I guess she loves it. Now, now we got a really shady one here. Nancy Palomores, a.k.a. Nancy Palomino, a.k.a. Nancy Jalapeno. <laughs> okay. Nancy was an avid Chiefs fan and knew of the Colonel's love of the Broncos. Right. She was agitated that her husband was a Raiders fan. This kept her in a chronic state of mental imbalance. She behaved oddly, often going to the grocery store in no more than a pair of chief slippers, Timmy. Oh, wow. She was well known to her neighbor, and while considered unbalanced, she was not necessarily a prime suspect.
2: Mm. You got a long list of sex su-
1: suspects? Oh, a bunch there. of them. Cindy Lou Lorenzetti.
2: Oh, now Cindy's a badass
1: cindy had no outward motive but as a strict libertarian she hated everyone mm-hmm. just on principle right she was known to be armed at all times and was a former roller derby queen
2: i'm telling you she's badass
1: she once shot a man in reno just to watch him die Timmy.
2: i wonder if it was chris collett who started a brothel in reno
1: i don't know but yes yeah, so cindy Lou, Lou and Zeddy, she shot a man in reno just to watch him die She's badass we got Janet Fitzgerald, Timmy. Another one. A former military expert who knew 953 ways to kill a person. Mm. She certainly had the means, and her only motive was that she had red hair.
2: Oh, that's all, yeah, that's all you need.
1: And those people do things out of sheer meanness. Mm-hmm. She claimed on the night of the four murders that she had fallen down the steps, and he had emergency room receipts to prove it. The receipts were never accounted for, Timmy. That's That's odd. Shannon Rossett. Now, Shannon had always lived her life above reproach, working tirelessly for the First Church of the Latter-day Colonel and for Amnesty Amnesty International. Wow. But it was suspected that all of her good works made her snap and she had to do a few evil things just to keep a healthy life balance, Timmy.
2: What 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 did she do?
1: Killed a bunch of dweebs.
2: Oh, wow. Where's Scott in all this? Is he a suspect?
1: Uh, No, Scott is lingering around the perimeter of this. Uh, I see. Angie Cobes. Now, she was known to train attack pit bulls and was super sensitive that the colonel often pronounced the name wrong.
2: Well, that would piss you off.
1: She was a prime suspect just because she was always angry. And then there was little Sarah Samosa, who was another one who was quite disturbed that the colonel could not get her name right.
2: I don't think Sarah would kill anyone. She's too sweet.
1: Well, while she said in public it was, uh, it, she didn't really mind, it disturbed her greatly. She was also not a real blonde, something many people don't know.
2: How, how do you know that, Colonel?
1: Um, I, I didn't, didn't know that. Reed right. came up with that in her investigation. Oh, I see, all right. And the question was, would she kill everyone to keep that a secret?
2: I see. She a motive, then you're
1: saying, yeah. Now, John Cunningham was one of the few males in the group, and he and as such, he felt he was often overlooked during shout outs. He blamed Tim for this because Tim was always interrupting the colonel as he was trying to get through the list. While it seems a small thing, John was known to hold long grudges, Timmy.
2: Oh, I hope he wouldn't be that, uh, you know, uh, upset
1: when John was in the second grade. His lunch was stolen, Timmy. Mm -hmm. Although John knew that Oliver Jones had stolen it, he had no proof. So in 2014, John waited until Oliver's son started the first day of second grade, slipped into his school, and stole the child's lunch. That's what the kind of grudge is, man. Wow. Timmy. Man, he don't let go. Yeah. Now we have Fat Boy Gardner.
2: Who's neither fat or boy. Neither fat. A boy or a gardener.
1: Yep. But he just could not believe, and in quotes, his words, these dumb fucks actually have a podcast. <laughs> oh, they I can po- believe it either. It's kind <laughs> they, of hard to believe. they give podcasting a bad name, and I vow to eliminate them.
2: Well, yeah, that might be uh, the nicest thing anyone said about us.
1: And then we have, finally, Chip and Alicia.
2: Oh, Chip and Alicia would never have heard a of- well
1: timmy one day while looking at their checking account online alicia noticed a monthly charge for patreon
2: yeah they're very faithful contributors to our podcast
1: she asked chip about it Mm -hmm. who sheepishly told her that he was sponsoring the history dweebs
2: oh she didn't know
1: alicia went berserk oh my god killing chip the mailman two employees of Patreon. Oh my god. And was not seen again. So, wow.
2: She's yeah. got quite the temper or at least. She
1: quite the temper and she could not believe that Chip was giving money to such a dumbass podcast.
2: Well, she's got a point there.
1: So, the investigation Reed and the colonel had set a meeting to discuss the progress of the investigation 30 days after their initial meeting.
2: I didn't know you were in, uh, intimately involved in that investigation, Colonel.
1: Well, I, she was reporting he back wasn't. to me. She was uh, reporting back to me. I see. When Reed did not show to the meeting, the colonel went to her hotel. Mm. There he found her lifeless body, Timmy. Oh, uh, no. Yes. Nicola got Nicola. Black. A coroner's report indicated mild bruising Hmm. and extreme frustration. It appeared she had been hit numerous times with a soft instrument. Okay. The death certificate read, death by floppy.
2: Oh, she was floppy to death.
1: She was floppy to death, Timmy.
2: Yeah, that's now a good way to go, Brandy. I, you know.
1: Now, the case will go unsolved for many years Mm -hmm. until, once again, Tim Scott tried to kill his mother, Dottie.
2: <laughs> I would never try to kill my mother.
1: How many times has he tried to kill his mother?
2: At least three. No, that's yes. not true. I love my mom.
1: Now, enraged that not only was he trying to kill her, but he seemed to fail at everything, she blurted out, And this is why I blew up those stupid ass dweebs. Oh.
2: Mm hmm. So she kind of... uh,
1: In a moment of rage, just gave it all up, Timmy. Mm. Tim was stunned. I can see her doing that, though. And called local
2: authorities. I would. I would call 911.
1: When the police arrived, Dottie had made them pumpkin bread Hmm. and explained Tim was a chronic liar who tried to kill her often. That's true. The police immediately arrested Tim.
2: Hey, I don't like how this story ends.
1: And he was sentenced to 12 more years as a manager for the county. Oh,
2: God, no. I'd rather rather have solitary confinement.
1: Now. Too bad. Did Dottie actually say that to Tim, or was he lying and making that up? That is something we will never know, because Dottie was last seen driving off into the sunset on a Harley with Beverly, Oxford. Mm Mm-hmm. Or in Beverly. Headed to Colorado to get some gummy bears loaded with THC. <laughs> that kind of sounds the like The way that. God intended it. The way God intended oh, it. Oh, my goodness. So all we really have, Timmy. It's, it's a is, mystery. It's a riddle. It's a, it's a riddle. It's a mystery. We don't know who did it. We It, it appears that Dottie may have done it. Oh. That she was behind all this. Um,
2: yeah, I, didn't, I had no idea that she knew how to operate a bazooka and all that. You know, you learn something new every day. Brandy? No, I, I
1: believe Dottie would Dottie know how to do anything.
2: Yeah.
1: Dottie was MI6. She yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. Dottie.
2: So that's the uh history Dreaves murders. It was quite terrifying, Brandy. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> I could see I could, I, I could see um, you were, you know, shivering as you were playing Candy Crush over there.
3: Well, you know, I get I get nothing. You two wrote your things and you're the Messiah and Chuck is <laughs> You know, the second oh, coming I said, of you Inspector. Fight, you got to fight Wait, with uh, Amy Schumer. Yeah, and checks the second coming of, of Inspector Clouseau over here.
2: You got arrested for vagrancy.
3: Yeah, yeah in my own house. <laughs> well, mm-hmm.
2: it happens. That's more right. often than you think.
3: Well, you know, it's all right. Uh, okay, Brandy, what are your final wishes for our listeners uh, as we enter this uh, festive season? I tis the season. It is, and I wish all of our listeners a very, very happy holiday and a prosperous new year.
2: Charles, what is your final words for our listeners uh, in this uh, holiday season?
1: You know, I hope you just all stay healthy and all stay happy, and uh, no one
2: gets killed or mutilated.
1: No one gets killed or mutilated, but you know, as I always tell people, the only people that are going to give you bad news is your doctor. So. Try to keep your perspective and stay calm.
2: No, you're, like uh, your like the colonel. Your date sometimes can give you bad news. I read where on the news where this woman was on, on Craigslist selling positive pregnancy tests. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, ah,
3: yeah and she couldn't crank them out fast enough. Apparently not. she's making.
1: She pre- was pregnant and just being on the things and selling them to yeah, people. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a nasty. Boy, that'd be some kind of joke to pull on Renee. <laughs> yeah.
3: That whether you're pregnant, yeah, if she be. was pregnant. Wow. Yeah, you know.
2: yeah. Well, in that sense, if it's a positive reading, what does that? What does positive mean in
3: that sense, girl?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, you it's know
3: how It's all how you look at it. I know.
1: Hmm. I'd like to have a couple of those to just leave in Taylor's apartment <laughs> for the next time Renee comes up there.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. So uh, my thoughts on uh, the holiday season is I would like to everyone how much I care about all of our listeners by saying glad tidings. Wow. That,
3: that almost brought a tear to my eye. It was so emotional and heartfelt.
1: Thank you,
2: Brandy. And I, and I don't want to limit it to the listeners. I want to say to you and Chuck,
1: glad tidings. Well, I would like to say in the mortal words of uh, Tiny Tim, uh, so, you know, uh, what what did he say? He said, he, he, "Tiny Tim." He was all mad at the family because he was all crippled up oh, and he was God, like, Tiny "God Tim. bless us, everyone." Fuck them! Fuck em one and all! Didn't I he thought say you that? meant the singer Tiny so. Tim
2: who said, I did Santa <laughs> Claus has got the age this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good song. You gotta admit, that's a good song. But thank you
1: for a wonderful year. This has been a uh, you, you make it very fun for us. So I w- will say that. It's enjoyable to do the podcast with my two, uh, Timmy Gets a Little Cranky, The Devil's Always Mean, but you learn to live with that.
2: Yeah, and in 2017, we're hoping the colonel learns how to talk into the microphone.
3: Or use shorter sentences. Yeah, or show up on time. Oh, no. Let's not get crazy. That's <laughs> crazy
1: talk. Come on, my list of uh, things here. Well, of, we just, you just have
3: some
2: things that you can improve on in the new year.
1: I think we should do some 360 evaluations here. <laughs> well,
2: no. I, I, can, I will be giving you guys your evaluations. There are this, some opportunities <clears throat> for improvement. For is both this going to be you. tied to our
1: uh, pay raises?
2: <laughs> no, it's going to be tied to whether or not we continue podcasting. There are. <laughs> Some areas uh, where you can improve. There's opportunities for improvement, and I want to be able to point those out.
1: Opportunities then. for growth. Yes. To me, yes. I like to call it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't see it as a negative. See it as yeah. you know an opportunity to grow. And, and I, I would like. And to, I would just like to say both of you have tremendous opportunities to grow.
1: <laughs> I would like it to note it that, that he's he keeps looking at you when he's saying all this stuff, Devil. So you might want to go home, listen I'm, to some of these I'm episodes, and say, "Where could I improve? Where could I? Was I the best devil I, I could just have been? Say, where did I, did I go I wrong?" I will say
2: yeah, about Brandy, You know, you start with a positive, and she's uh, she she does show up mostly on time. Uh, reading is not the best, but she tries. She puts forth an effort, but her attitude she she's she can she, there's that's an area for improvement.
1: Was she's pretty? But it's lost on a podcast. So you know that's the best atti- attribute I mean, a- it ain't even. Though. Your right. attitude could use some work, yeah. Devil. Your attitude could yeah. use some work.
2: That's our feedback to you. Uh, would you
1: like my feedback?
3: <laughs> no, no,
2: no. It's not, it's not it. the
1: time. It's no. not the time. Oh. We we'll just try. Let us help you, Devil. Yeah. Let us we help you. want to make you the best. We want to make you the best Devil you can be. Yeah. Okay.
2: The attitude is something that you can work on. The
1: foul language.
2: I would say through prayer
1: through uh repentance yeah um self-flagellation
2: and and just saying you're sorry we this use this time this valuable time okay
3: okay (laughs) i'm sorry that the two of you are such fucktards (laughs) that you want to use this time when i could be out shopping for you know a black panther mask and gloves (laughs) to air to air this dirty laundry i would like to
2: say if you're out shopping today and you're thinking what can i buy tim and the colonel yeah
3: nothing
1: cash is cash is no. king yeah. and, and i'm not going to i hustler. really don't feel that you're taking this uh, uh criticism this well. this uh, i'm not taking it seriously constructive or well criticism in the in the vein that it's uh yeah it's meant. to help you grow yes yeah, i'm gonna you. cut your vein see this is what we get to me i mean I this uh, is we got another year of this and and we're just trying to we're trying to help you nope. i mean i nope. know have you seen the counselor devil no. What? Have you had professional counseling? So they
3: can find us on Facebook.
2: Yeah, at History Dweebs the Podcast. Join us there because that's where uh, all the folks we mentioned in our podcast today hang out. We interact with them. It says History
3: Dweebs the Podcast. Find us on iTunes.
2: Yes, please leave us a review. Uh,
3: if you give us a positive review, we'll quote you on the air.
1: And we'll send you a gift certificate. No, we no, won't. won't. Sir, no, sir, that bro. is not true.
3: We no, won't. <laughs> uh, and you can find us on Twitter. Yes, uh, we have, uh, you can follow the podcast at History Dweebs
2: at 1.
1: Real History Dweebs.
2: No, at, <laughs> at History Dweebs 1. Uh, or you can follow the colonel follow the at Hawk Waters.
1: We're going to get into a Let's get into a Twitter battle with Donald Trump.
2: No, you can do that. I'm not. Uh, Brandy, uh, glad tidings uh, to you and yours.
3: Thank
1: you.
2: It's been a marvelous year, and uh, I, I look, I'm looking forward to a shorter year next year. <laughs> Colonel.
1: I would say First Noel to you, Timmy.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it, Colonel. And it's I pronounced
1: would... Noel. Noel? Yeah. Okay. And, and I would, you know, let's not forget um, that in order to properly uh, recognize the birth of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, um, send your send your love offerings into no, the first church of that. the Latter-day crowd. Do Colonel. not do that. That's a um, bad
3: idea. <laughs> <laughs> we will I need to set up a Patreon Wait, for that page. It's 14.95, 20s and
0: 50s only, yeah. no change.
1: Yeah, you can get uh you can get saved because you, a lot no. of you've been sinning. Do not a send money.
2: Of... Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time <laughs> on History Dreams. Merry Christmas
0: everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye. Ha- Good day.